Aurora with Supercharged Science, and today we're going to be doing uh, experiments with crystals and with rocks, and actually how to do chemistry in your kitchen. So if you like what you see and you want more, you want to go to www.superchargedscience.com slash chemistry. So superchargedscience.com slash chemistry is where you'll find more of these types of experiments um, that you can continue to do with your kids. So I just wanted to say hi everyone. Can you see me okay? Can you hear me? You can say hello if you'd like. If you don't know me, uh, my name is Aurora. I am a mechanical engineer. I've taught a mechanical engineer at Cal Poly State. I fly airplanes. I'm an astronomer. And I absolutely love getting kids crazy wild about science. And I've been doing this since 1999. And um, I just love helping people do real science with their kids without buying yet another science kit. So hi, hi there. <laughs> and so I'm going to show you how you can do really quick and easy experiments with your kids just using stuff you've already got at home. And then if you want to take it further, I'll show you how you can do that as well. So um, before we get started, though, I had a number of people that asked me, where did I go last week? And the happy answer is that I was at the robotics, the first FRC robotics world championship in Texas. Now, I wasn't participating, but I have two kids that did. And I have a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old, and they were on Team 973 Graybots, and guess what? They won the world championship. So I'll be posting videos. I tried to do a Facebook Live, but it was so loud there. It was really hard to hear when I was doing it. So I'm going to be posting those as well. So again, these are just, you know, regular average kids. I mean, they've got me for a mom, but honestly, I'm old hat. So <laughs> um, their team is amazing. Their team um, has to build a robot, and we're not talking small robots. These things are 120 to 150 pounds, and they're between four and seven feet tall. They're enormous. And so um, these the, the robots have to work together, and they call it cooperation. So the kids are on an alliance with a couple others, and then they're against three others, and then there's this game they have to play that put balls here and hatch pieces there, and then raise themselves up off the ground. It's complicated. But the really cool thing is that our team goes out, and as well as some other teams do this as well, they have a strike team. So they will go out, find robots that aren't working, maybe they don't have programming, maybe they're missing parts, and they'll go out and help these kids so they can fully participate in the event. And kids are totally encouraged to do that. So they're working together so they can all compete to bring out the best in each other. And it's a really great event. Now, this event had about 25,000 people-ish somewhere in there. The stadium was very full, um, at least in the big, big, the bottom pits, like the upper balconies were empty. But, um, and uh, there were 3,200 teams competing. So that's where I was. Um, now, if you want to get your kids involved with something like this, you can always check out First Robotics and also join us for a robotics class when we do live ones because I give you all the information on how to do that. And we also get you building a robot right in class. So anyway, so I'm really excited. So yay, it goes out to the whole team. You know, it's not just my two kids. It was it was a whole group of, of um, about 40 to 50 people that did this. So um, it was just, it was an incredible experience. So. If you want your kids to learn how to do that, have the confidence, have the resilience, because being doing being in that environment for a week is intense. Um, and being able to have that can-do attitude and that love of learning and that creativity and working together, then this is where you want to be right now. So if you have anybody that you think would benefit from watching this for the next 10 minutes, go ahead and just share this video with them. Let them know we're going to be doing some real hands-on kitchen chemistry experiments that using the stuff you already have in your house. And I'm going to give you four or five different variations so you can continue this when we're done. Um, okay, so parents usually come to me because they want their kids 
to like learn real science, but they don't want to buy yet another science kit. And they usually don't want to be the ones teaching the kids science. So they want just, you know, this magic thing that will happen and their kids will automatically just learn this stuff on their own. And it doesn't usually work that way. What is easy though, which is an easy solution, is you can simply give your kids some really simple basic ideas, basic tools, and then let them grow and expand from there. And so you don't have to have a whole science curriculum planned out. You just need to have a couple of pieces in line in a certain order and sequence to get them going. And then when they start to slow down, you can keep them going. And that's what I'm going to show you how to do right now. Really easy, really simple. Okay, so your kids won't be frustrated, they won't be bored. I mean, this is like real cool science. And today, uh, usually you don't get to eat what you make, but today you do. So, let me show you how to do it. So, we're gonna make some crystals. And the difference between a mineral and a crystal, well, and a rock. <laughs> so, a mineral is like, if you go to the ice cream store and you order vanilla, um, it's just, it's vanilla, no matter where you take a bite out of it, it's vanilla ice cream, right? It doesn't matter if it's over here or over here, big scoop of vanilla. A rock, is like when you mix in a bunch of stuff, you know, like M&Ms or gummy bears or bubble gum or whatever it is, or chocolate chip cookie dough, and you mix it in with the vanilla. Now, if I take a bite here, is that gonna be the same bite that I take over here? No, I might get three gummy bears and two M&Ms, and this one might have five chocolate chips, right? So that's more like a rock. So a rock is like the conglomeration of all that stuff, and a mineral is the same through and through, okay? So a crystal, to take the idea of a mineral one step further, a crystal is something, um, it's easy to see here, I'll come closer to the camera. A crystal is something where the arrangement, you see how this is like, it looks like it's been machined, it looks like someone's like cut it here and cut it here. This is actually how it grows in nature. And this is how you, how also when it breaks, it breaks in these flat lines. This is calcite. And there are lots of different kinds of calcite. And this one just happens to be like a, uh, like a rose color, white color calcite. And so a crystal is a, is a rock, basically, or it's a, it's a mineral that you, the crystal structure inside, like if you were to take a microscope and zoom in here, you would see the atoms lined up in this parallelogram shape. So what's going on with the atomic structure on the inside, uh, the molecular structure on the inside is shown in the geometry of the thing itself. So the crystals that you're gonna grow today, let me show you up close, um, so these crystals um, are sugar crystals, so you're going to see how they form little cubes all over the place. Um, oh, actually, you know what? I bet you this one's salt. This one looks like a salt crystal just because of the way the... the um... uh, no, actually, I think it's sugar. Yep, I think this one's sugar. Uh, okay, so depending on the geometry of the actual crystal, you'll be able to tell between salt and sugar. Okay, and you'll be able to tell whether it's made out of Epsom salts or what. So it's really super cool. So this is really easy to do, but you'll be able to grow different crystals. And even though you're growing them exactly the same, they'll all have a different structure and a different geometry to them when they're growing. So here's what you need to do. Really simple. This one, chemi one chemical fundamental principle for today is called supersaturated solution. And what it means is you've basically, you've got water, so you'll be using a pickle jar or cleaned out mason jar. Um, don't use plastic because we're gonna put it in the microwave. If you don't have a microwave, just use your stove top and obviously don't put the plastic on there either. You're just going to heat it up. So what you'll do is you'll fill up your container about three quarters of the way full. Now, if you're really picky about numbers and you wanna know exactly how much we're doing, it's an eight to three ratio. So it'll be eight cups of solid to three cups of water, okay? And so um, 
but obviously eight cups of water is not going to fit in here. So this is why we're going to we're going to modify this. So what you do now is you've got water, right? Nothing in there. Now what we're going to do, if your kids have ever made lemonade from scratch, they already know what's going to happen. So this is my container here of move my water. This is my container of sugar, and it kind of gets cloudy white. And if we wait long enough, can you see it's already starting to settle at the bottom? Yeah, so if this was lemonade, and this was the sugar in the lemonade, and the rest was like lemon juice and water, and you were to take a sip from like right in here, how would it taste? Yeah, it would be like pucker up juice, right? Because none of the sugar is dissolved, it's all in the bottom. And even if you stir it up, it still doesn't dissolve. So this is what we call a saturated solution. But we want a super satur saturated solution, which means we want the water to absorb even more than it normally does at room temperature. So you're gonna stick this whole thing in the microwave. So you're gonna go ahead and do that. And I've actually already done that. So, <laughs> and it's gonna start to change color, okay? So you can see there's still some sludge on the bottom, but it's kind of this yellow gold color. And you'll notice that when I stir it up though, the sludge on the bottom actually disappears. Okay, and so what you'll do at this point is you'll add more sugar, okay, and add more sugar, and just keep adding by the cupful, just keep adding more and more, and then stick it back in the microwave, and you wanna microwave it till it's about 135 degrees, and so what that means is it's about, um, for on my microwave, it depends on the power of your microwave, this only took three minutes to get it that warm. Okay, and then you'll get to a point where, uh, so you just keep doing this, and so you just add some more sugar, so you're trying to find the point where when you add more, no matter how warm it gets, and no matter how much you stir, there are little bits on the bottom. That's the point, that's a saturated solution, that's a super saturated solution, okay? There's your chemistry word for the day. Okay, so what do you do at that point? Okay, so at that point, you gotta get rid of these bits, and so to do that, you're gonna pour some of the hot liquid out, get a grown-up to help you with this part. Pour some out, because you want some space in here, because now all you do is you put in regular water in the top. So what does this regular water do besides create this really cool light show? <laughs> so this water now, and you're gonna heat this back up again, is able to get the bits at the bottom absorbed because that was just regular water. Sorry about that. And if you take a look here, you see there's no more bits on the bottom, and so we are ready to go. Now again, when you add your water, it's, it's only just a little bit of water, like a quarter cup or less. It's not very much, because otherwise you'll have to go through this whole thing again because you might have put it too far beyond the point, um, and it's not, no longer saturated. So what do we do next? So the next thing we do is, if you want it to look like this, or if you want to make your own shape with pipe cleaners, you can do that and just stick it in. Um, and if you prefer just to use a regular old skewer, you can do that. So you get a plain old skewer, and then I've got a piece of aluminum foil, and I'm going to cover the top of it. Just like that. And then I'm going to stick my skewer in. Now it's important you don't stick it all the way to the bottom, because what's going to happen? If you stick it on the bottom, then as it starts to turn into a solid, as the, um, as the crystal starts to grow, uh, along the bottom, it'll actually glue itself to the bottom, and so you actually have to break the glass to get it out. So you want to go ahead and poke it in, but as you can see, can you see my stick? I don't know if you can see my stick. 
Okay. Oh, now it's touching the bottom. So you probably want to use a little bit of tape to get it so it hovers just like that. So you want to keep this in a warm place, so like on top of a shelf in your kitchen is a great place to put it. Um, you can put a little heating pad under it and it'll grow. Sugar crystals are going to take the longest. So it takes about um, three weeks to get about something this size. Can you see that? And something about that size is about four weeks. Now, if you are impatient, sometimes I'm impatient, I get it, um, and you want this to go faster, you can heat it up even more to about 90 degrees, but not too much more than that. And if you're really impatient and you want this to grow overnight, um, instead of using sugar, you want to use something called borax. It's a laundry whitener, and you can find it at the grocery store in the laundry aisle. Usually it's like this, it says 20 mule team across the top. And you do the same process with the borax, but you can't eat it, right? Because it's soap, you'd be eating laundry soap, ew. Um, and so you do the same thing and they will grow overnight. In fact, you have to watch it because if you add too much to it, you actually have to add um, I think 10 cups for every three cups of water, 10 cups of laundry soap. Um, and it'll actually uh, turn into a crystal in just a few hours. It, you'll actually start to see it crystallize. Now you can use other things you can use, include Epsom salts. You can use, um, that you get in the, like a pharmacy, like magnesium sulfate. You can also use the, the salt from your table. So those big salt crystals, um, you can use those as well. If you want to seed your stick, meaning um, you want to hurry it up and like, you know, like planting seeds in the ground, you're kind of going to seed your stick to kind of start the process of growth. You can take your stick out and then you can kind of cover it in sugar. And I'm dumping sugar absolutely everywhere. Okay, like that. So there are a bunch of little tiny grains already started. And this is great because it gives the, the, the seeds a place to really start growing. So we're going to put that in here. So I want to hear from you. Oh, and if you want them colored, you can absolutely add some food dye to this. Just make sure it's edible food dye and you should be just fine. Okay, so now I'm just going to set this on the shelf and I can check it once a week. And if it's when it gets to the size that I want it, um, then that's when I take it out. Now, keep in mind that if you made your solution super saturated, like it's really close to the point where you can't possibly add any more, you you're probably going to also start to grow crystals on the inside of your jar. So like the, um, like the inside here. And so you'll have like a big geode. And so if you don't remember to check it and you've got your stick in here like this, um, it's actually, you have one giant crystal, which could be cool if that's what you're going for. So again, super simple science you can do with your kids. This is a super easy one. There's lots of variations. For those of you who want to get really crazy and you have a chemist in your house, this is a bismuth crystal. You can grow this in your kitchen as well. Um, it's, it's a little more complicated. I'm not going to give you instructions right now. But if you know how to grow bismuth crystals, you can absolutely make this, and they're beautiful. And they actually turn out exactly like this. Aren't those pretty? And they, you can see the crystal structure, right? That's what's going on in the inside of this crystal. All right, so if you like what you see and you want to do even more easy, fun experiments with your kids, including um, you can make lava lamps using oil and dish soap, and you can make all kinds of really cool experiments, you want to go to www.superchargedscience.com slash chemistry. And um, that reminds me, one time I actually did this experiment, and, uh, well, do you want to tell them? Hi, come on up. <laughs> 
This is my husband, Al. For those of you who haven't met him, he's like super smart. And, hey, folks. <laughs> and um, one of the first times he ever met me was I was trying to make an indoor tornado. Don't really ask me why. <laughs> I just thought it would be really cool. And so he came in, and I didn't have a ceiling fan, but that didn't stop me. You remember those box fans? I actually hung one. I put some anchors in the ceiling. This and is I in a closet. This is in like a little... No, no, this was in the living room first. Oh, okay. Right, right. Okay. So it was in the living room first, and so I hung it from the ceiling, and then I got one of those big five-gallon paint buckets, you know, like from Home Depot or something, and I put a 20-pound block of, like, because they didn't come in pellets in my town, and a 20-pound block of dry ice. And then I put a bunch of wa uh, water in it, right? So it's like foaming all over the place, or um, uh, I can't say it, sublimating all over the place, right? So it's turning in from directly from a solid into a gas. And then he walks in. <laughs> That's what I knew I wanted to marry her. <laughs> so, so anyway, so from that point on, I've always been, um, yeah, that's what our house looks like. Um, so <laughs> 23 years later, it's still the same. <laughs> so, but anyway, I just, uh, it just reminded me of um, that, you know, you don't know until you try something. So with this experiment, if your kids are going to ask you, wow, this is cool, how do I make it even better? And they've got more ideas, well, you're a good judge of what's safe and what's not. Um, your typical response is probably going to be, I don't know, try it. I don't know, try it. Like one person wanted to make it out of a Barbie doll and she stuck a Barbie in there. I don't know. I, that's not what I would do with Barbie. <laughs> Crystal Barbie. Um, <laughs> Um, other people have tried like yarn and string and one kid got two of these and he put instead of this he had one string that went up and around and into the other one and what was really cool is the the liquids went up the string and then met in the middle and then started to form the crystal hanging off the yarn there was no stick here hanging off the yarn just like this so he um, he made a stalactite which was really cool. So there's, this is just a starting point. Um, the point is to get your kids out there, busy doing stuff, so it's really fun and interesting for them. And tomorrow, I'm gonna show you how to make an electroscope using aluminum foil, and actually probably one of these jars I'm gonna clean out right now. Um, so you can actually do real static electricity experiments with your kids. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else you wanna add before we close? Um, did you mention our sale on eScience today? Oh, so today there's a sale on eScience. <laughs> Um, and uh, you want to tell me what the... Sure. Um, it's like 75% off eScience, um, our online science curriculum, and um, includes a whole bunch of extra bonuses also. And if you go to superchargedscience.com slash easy, E-A-S-Y. Like it's easy? Like it's easy. Um, you'll find a video there with Aurora herself telling you all the details about it and um, giving you this massive discount. Massive discount. Massive. Right? It's like 75% off. Yeah. yeah. So, um, awesome. And you'll learn how to grow how many different kinds of crystals? Uh, I think there's 12 different kinds of crystals, including they're going to grow one using charcoal from your barbecue and a sponge from your kitchen. And they're going to put those things together and um, grow crystals right off your sponge, <laughs> which is really cool. So there's a ton of different experiments you can do. Um, again, I'll, I can type it in as soon as we're done here. But if somebody else wants to do it, that would be helpful. It's www.superchargedscience.com slash easy. And you can find, um, find a page and actually do have your all your science for next year completely handled. And it's at 75% off, which is always a good thing. And Aurora will teach your kids. I will teach your kids. Day after day. <laughs> And she never gets bored. Trust me. 23 years, never a boring day. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.
है 